ready. Hello, listeners, and welcome to another podcast in our series of Coffee with Doc. And uh, we're in a little bit uh, different situation. We're not broadcasting from Five Lakes, downtown Sturgis. Uh, We are in a COVID-19 pandemic, so we're in a shutdown and I'm in my basement, basically. So, And I'm sure a lot of podcasts are being done uh, in people's basements at this point in time. So uh, we'll get this done. We'll have a great time. We have a fantastic guest uh, today, a graduate of Sturgis High School in 2010. And it's hard to believe that this young lady has been out of school for 10 years. And a lot has happened uh, in those 10 years. And she's going to share a lot of different things uh, with you. And um, and we'll have, a, we'll have a nice conversation here. So I will uh, allow the guests now to unveil who she is. I'm Sam Landingham or Sam Schlack, as I was in high school. Okay, so Schlacky. Schlacky was her uh, her nickname. Uh, you know, we we give uh, a lot of people nicknames, and and that's that stuck uh, with her. So you graduated in 2010. So um, right now um, you're living in Indianapolis and working for a hospital. And what hospital uh, do you work for? Riverview Health. In Noblesville, Indiana. Okay. And is there a high school that you're an athletic trainer at? Yes. I'm contracted to Noblesville High School. Noblesville High School. Okay. Wonderful. And um, so your current position, obviously you're you're a licensed athletic trainer and we're in a different situation. Athletic trainers obviously are not performing our duties. Is that correct at this time? Correct. I'm currently um, working at the hospital as a transporter. So basically take patients from their room to MRI or out the door if they've been in the hospital for a few days, um, just various places around the hospital. Okay. So so basically you've got involved in the, in the COVID response and, and how did all that transpire? Um, we, our school decided that they were going to shut down uh, I think it was like March 12th. And then our boss called all of us. There are several coworkers. So he called everybody and just said, you all need to report to the hospital on Monday at 8 a.m. and we'll give you a job. So that's what I've been doing for, we just finished our sixth week. Wow. So they've never, so they didn't furlough you or lay you off or anything. You're still, you're still basically getting paid for what you're doing now. Yep. And just different hours. So eight to four instead of more of that second shift. Gotcha. Kind of a, kind of a, kind of a cool thing to be involved with, I would think. But, and then as we talked about before, it's, it's, it's different. How different is it from um, being an athletic trainer and then now, now working in a hospital setting? Extremely different. Um, I mean, the eight to four thing is probably the biggest change because normally I wake up at eight and, work out and do some other things. And now I'm getting up at six and hurrying up and getting to work. And I'm home by five, which is super abnormal. Um, I'm normally home between nine and 11. So that is different, but it's okay. I don't mind it. Um, There's a lot more sitting around. I'm not used to, Uh, you know, we we like to move and do things. So that's luckily I do get to move around the hospital, whereas a lot of my coworkers just work at entrances. Um, So I lucked out in that sense. 
mm-hmm. but it's and then the patient demographic of course it's mainly an elderly population and ah, i don't I, I don't really do anything with them other than push them in a wheelchair so well you're probably communicating with them and 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 doing your healthcare thing i'm sure yeah. I mean, we have conversations, which is nice. I mean, I think they really like to talk to people. Most of the patients that I've pushed around are pleasant and like to just have a conversation. So that's, I mean, we're still interacting. It's just a different, more so just giving them peace of mind and helping them rather than, you know, physically putting hands on them and helping them. Right. So did you find the transition kind of strange to be speaking with a, more of a geriatric patients um atmosphere or population versus athletes is it is it different yeah i would say it's a little different just because you're talking about what they're you know they're basically their whole health history why they ended up there um and some of them are with it and some of them are not so sometimes you're talking Uh, about things that you don't even know what you're talking about (laughs) right right well that's that's definitely to be expected there's no doubt about that it's just different like i mean i don't I know that happens, but it's not something I'm used to dealing with. I mean, do you do you feel good that you're playing a role in this in this COVID response? I mean, how what's your feeling on that? I I'm good with it. I'm happy to be helping. I know the hospital is grateful that we're there. I can't like so many people didn't know we who we were for the first week. They'd be like, "What are you? Right. Who are you guys?" So it's been different to kind of introduce the hospital to that yeah we do actually work for this organization um and what we do when we're not there so that's been nice and then they've just kind of been like wow you guys have been a good help um normally i'm in the role of like the volunteers so normally they're in a wide range of age bracket but most of the time 50 and above um so most of the time when we get places they the like the mri text or whatnot will say wow, you guys are so fast. That's been a little comical, but it's been good. Yeah. Well, that, that's cool. And there, there are, um, there are a lot of us athletic trainers out there working in the trenches and, and we're helping out, you know, when we can, obviously we can't put people on ventilators or anything like that. But I, I, I know for a fact that especially in Michigan that we're involved in a lot of testing, um, um, out in the parking lots and, and those types of things. So hats off um, to all of the athletic trainers that are, uh, that are kicking in. And it's kind of cool. It's like you said that the other healthcare providers are starting to realize, Oh, you're an athletic trainer. Oh, you uh, are a licensed healthcare provider. So that's a good thing. Wouldn't you think? Yeah, it's been, yes, it has been really good because when we first started, they were like, you can't, you can't really touch the patient. You just, like if they need help getting up, you got to get a nurse or a tech. Um, and now they've kind of realized like we can help them. Um, sometimes we're not totally comfortable with it um, just because we don't know like the patient what's wrong with them half the time. One time it was, can you yeah. help me move this? I said, what's wrong with them? And she said a hip fracture. <laughs> no, I, gotcha. I don't even yeah. know what to do with that right now. So right, right. it's been interesting and we've been able to like, you know, oxygen, we've helped with that. Whereas other people like the volunteers couldn't do that. So uh-huh. we all know how to set up oxygen. So different things. Each week we get to do more. Good. And I'm sure you're learning a lot. You may not know this, but you're learning a lot about your demeanor and your approach um, to especially this population. But I think that's going to make you better when you go back. Yes. Yeah. I definitely have noticed that, that 
I'm learning different things and different ways to interact. And that yes, really and right now, know, positivity is what is needed. Yeah, I bet. That's for sure. And and we never stop learning. And, and really in anything that you do, if you stop learning, you know, then it's, you know, then it's, it plateaus and then you're not, you're not happy. So, I mean, just keep learning. I mean, it's, it's fun. I, I learn every day. I learn from some, somebody every day, except for now I'm not around anybody. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah, unemployed at the moment and uh, that type of thing, but we'll get through it. So I graduated in June of 2010. So I want you to take us through the journey um, to where you are today. So graduated in 2010 and went to Muncie, Indiana, um, or moved to Muncie, Indiana, and went to Ball State University for four years. I graduated in 2014, and then I moved to DeKalb, Illinois, where I went to grad school at Northern Illinois University for two years. Um, I graduated there in May of 2016, and then moved downtown Chicago and did an internship with the University of Illinois at Chicago with their men's and women's gymnastics team for about a year, um, I think like June to June. And then my husband and I decided we wanted to move back towards Indiana, Indianapolis, where his family is from. Um, and so we moved back, I'd say, this 2000, the summer of 2017. And just started looking for jobs. Um, I wasn't really sure I wanted to. I always wanted to be in co collegiate athletics, but after doing that internship for the year, I kind of realized it limits what you can do as far as um, friends, family, kind of just making having right. your own schedule. Right. Um, mm -hmm. So I didn't know if how I would do with high school kids because I've been working with collegiate athletes for the past three years um, and all of my schooling was basically with collegiate athletes. Um, so it was a little bit different and I applied to just hospitals because that's how it works in central Indiana is you um, get contracted through the hospitals. So I applied to Franciscan Health and uh -huh. I got hired on there and worked at Martinsville High School a little bit south of the city for roughly six months. Um, I was covering maternity leave for somebody and the high school was hoping it could get changed into two full-time athletic trainers at their high school, but that wasn't really going to work out. So um, I saw the opportunity to apply for my current role and did it. And I've been here since June or nope, January, 2018. Wow. Just wow. I mean, <laughs> and that, that, that's all in 10 years. I mean, and that's, I mean, you, you've been to, and through a lot of different settings and you've probably seen a lot of different things. And, um, I, I'm, I'm very proud of you. I mean, you, you've done a fantastic job. I always knew in high school that you were going to be one of the best that ever came out of, of Sturgis high school's student athletic training program. And, and, and definitely that is, uh, that is so, and there's no doubt about that. So, um, Within the college ranks, um, from Ball State to uh, Illinois, uh, Northern Illinois, was it? Yep, it was Northern yep. Illinois for grad school. Okay, so within those two schools, um, what sports were you exposed to? For which two schools again? Sorry, between Ball Northern State. And yeah, between oh. your undergrad and your grad. 
So Ball State, um, we did rotations, of course. So I worked with in-season football and out-of-season women's volleyball, in-season women's soccer. It's a little bit, the in-season, out-of-season is just different for your load of what you're sure. doing your day in and day out. And then mm-hmm. I worked at a clinic, um, just like a sports medicine clinic with one of our providers. Okay. And I worked at two local high schools for each. Everything was like a semester on and then you switched. Um, I think I'm forgetting a rotation in there somewhere, but that was most of them. And then at Northern Illinois, um, when I first applied, they said you'll primarily work with, um, I think they said men's soccer. And then the week before we started, uh, my boss emailed me and said, you're going to be covering men's soccer and women's track and field. So get ready. Ah. So that was a little different um, because I was the only, there were four of us who came in together and I was the only one who had two teams. So that was a little bit challenging, but it was fun. I got to see all kinds of different things and do way more things um, because two totally different types of athletes a little bit. Right, right, right. No doubt. Um, So, so you did have some high school experience um, other than obviously when you're a student at Sturgis High School, they they did run you through a uh, a transition at Ball State, right? Yep, for two semesters. Okay, so you did have some experience, so you kind of knew a little bit about how you were going to respond and and you know, t- to the high school athlete. Yeah, it was just a little different. I mean, it's definitely different than it is now because I was just more so a helping hand rather than making my own decisions. Right. Um, and having to deal with parents and administration, but it's been fine. Like it's, it's been great. I mean, the kids are wonderful. I mean, I learn different, you know, they teach me different things all the time. Um, most of the time they make me feel old, which is weird, <laughs> but it's just, they'll tell me things. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, you don't know. Like, oh, okay. Well, I've, you've outfaced me. So it's just different. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So do you have a student athletic trainer program? So kind of, sort of. Um, So there are three of us at my high school um, and the setup is more so like a head and two assistants. Um, But I don't, that's not really how I think of it. But my coworker developed, basically, if we have students who want to be like, who want to do athletic training and later on in their life, um, they can just email us and show up and we kind of take them if we knew them like I had like a track athlete say hey can I cover boys and girls lacrosse with you and they said sure so she just comes and hangs out with me at practice and she does all the stuff with me if she wants like you know we all kind of have our own people it's a little different than how you have it set up gotcha so this this is a little this is a little more informal yeah, yeah, because they can kind of come and go as they please. Like most of the time, they'll just, I really only have one or two at a time, and they'll just text me and be like, hey, I got a lot of homework, I can't come. And it's not really, it's not necessarily a program. It's just, and I'm surprised at the rate that these kids still come because they're just, I mean, half the time, I think, you know, what did they learn today? Because sometimes it's just a slow day, but they keep coming back each day. So doing something, hmm. they're learning so, something. So, uh- uh, sorry, are you in a position where you think that you want to kind of do more with it? I mean, do you want to make it a formal program? Um, I think we 
will eventually like it's mainly just numbers is the issue so one year we can have like 10 kids and they all want to help with football so really there's a student athletic training program during the fall and then they kind of fall off through the rest of the school year so I've had a student so this is my third we started lacrosse season um, before all this COVID took place but um, so I've had a student each year since I've been here with at least in the spring which has been nice. Um, cool. So, yeah, but yeah. here, here's the thing: set, set expectations. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe these kids. I mean, these kids. Um, they're in. They obviously have an interest and they have a passion. Maybe they need structure. Maybe they need to say to hear that. Okay, this is now a formal program, and you'll be with us for three seasons. And certainly, if you're an you're a basketball player, we understand that. Your hours will be limited, you know, that type of thing. So, I mean, kind of model it after after what you went through, possibly. Yeah, and I started doing that, especially with the one in the spring. You know, maybe I didn't realize it, but now that you say it, I think that's kind of been happening. Because um, okay. the one that I had, I said, hey, do you want to help with, like, football in the fall? You won't be with me because I primarily so – we kind of split sports, so I do okay. volleyball yeah. in the fall. Gotcha. I said, you okay. can go work with my coworker. Um and she was open to it, but she said, well, I, you know, she runs cross country. So it was that same thing. Like, Hey, it's okay. You'll probably just do game coverage. Not a big deal, but you'll still get hands-on experience a little bit here and there. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, and now, you know, remember you can always kick it up competencies and, you know, outside, outside experiences, you know, those types of things. Yeah. Yeah. We've been, I'd say slowly, but surely getting it together a little bit here and there. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, um, going back to your days in Sturgis, um, any shout outs to your friends group? Um, like who I interacted, like who I hung out with. Sure. I mean, yeah. Who are your Um, friends? You had um, lots of them. Adams. You know, I was thinking through that and I didn't come up with that many names, (laughs) but Mackenzie Adams, of course, because we both went through the program together and we did pretty much everything together our last year. And then Molly and Jay Marshall, um, I hung out with them a lot. I still hang out with them quite a bit. And then Sammy Paul, like the class above me, I was did a lot with them. Her and Rachel Colgo and Morgan Brigitzer. Nice. And um, so what about um, coaches? A- any influential coaches that kind of come to mind at Sturgis High School that that you know played a played a big role in your in your development um so i did i mainly just swam um so ray martin i interacted with quite a bit um i would say he played a role he always you know he tried to push me and just show me what i could do rather than what i couldn't do he would always put me in events that I didn't like and <laughs> I would always fight him on it and I'd get out and he'd say, what? You did it and you did it well. So just deal yeah. with it and move on. Yeah. yeah. So, you learn a lot. You learn a lot in those positions. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. So you were, you were, a, uh, were you, you were the manager for the gymnastics team, correct? Yes. For, okay. I think like junior, senior year, both yeah. years, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And it was nice to have you there because you did all the athletic training for them too. It was wonderful. Yeah, it was good. I liked it. 
Yeah, it's great. It's great experience, and then obviously you mm-hmm. took it, you took it to the next level. You know, with that particular um, activity. Yeah, I kind of forgot about so, that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so teachers at Sturgis High School, who do you, who do you remember? Um, you, of course, and um, Jessica Beebe, Riley, Riley Beebe. I'm yep. not sure. Um, yep. I was trying to think. Senior Pablo, he popped in, and then. Claudia Pauls, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Those are kind of the ones that stick out. I'm sure I'm missing people, but. Well, it, it, yeah. And, and no one's going to get offended. I mean, you're, you're no, 10 no. years out of high school, this and that, you yeah. know, that type of thing. And, you know, it's not like you and I, where we, you know, we, we text each other once in a while and that type of thing. And, and it's kind of nice to, to, to be in touch with all, with a lot of, my former students, uh, in one way or another, Facebook texting, you know, that type of thing. They're always kind of checking in and it's, it's just kind of a nice feeling. And, and hopefully I hope that you can experience that as you start to put your years in and, and students come and go that you can really understand the relationships that, uh, that are built. Yeah, I would say it started a little bit, especially with like the collegiate athletes, you know, every now and then we'll just text and see how each other's lives are going. Nice. Nice. So, um, so athletic training at, at Sturgis High School, any memories that you, uh, that you have, uh, could be fun memories, sentimental, those types of things. Anything um, that, the Christmas that, uh, extravaganza, always. Very special time. Yeah. Yes, very special time. And Dominic, the dancing donkey, I still turn it on every year at home, and everybody looks at me and asks me what it is. And that's okay. This is a rite of passage. This is how this yep. has to be done. <laughs> yep, it's it's okay. Yep. Yep. It's, it's a good thing. Yep, keep it going. Keep that going. Yep. Yes. Um, what else? Oh, Mackenzie and I would play various pranks. I know that. I think one year we went and put a, a sign in your yard. <laughs> We were supposed to be studying for something and decided to come make a sign. I don't even yeah. remember what it was. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of that was kind of nice. Yep. Yeah. Funny girls, funny, yeah. funny. <laughs> we tried. Funny. <laughs> so, how did you meet your husband? Um, through a athlete at Ball State. Um, she was a okay. swimmer, and she lived kind of across the street from my husband and his friends where he was kind of crashing for the summer because he was in between places. Okay. Um, so he was in grad school and I was in a junior in. So I think I had two more years left and he was kind of working on his way out. Ah, gotcha. Okay. So yeah, we met through a friend and then just left this history. Wonderful. Wonderful. Um, things that stick out for, for me, um, um, with you, uh, your, your dedication, your, your willingness to be flexible between the things that you wanted to do outside athletic training, um, that made me better. That made me realize that I had to give in order to get from, from students. And then as my years went on after 2010, I got better. And, and, and a lot of it's due to students like yourself, um, and it only happens if number one, you're willing to learn from people, even from teenagers, and that you're open-minded and that you can admit when you make mistakes and you can admit that you don't know everything. 
And if you think back to anatomy class, I mean, that was the fact. I think we, we, we talked a lot about, okay, if I don't know the answer, I'll certainly go find it for you. Um, that type of thing. So, you know, and I think those are important developments as we become leaders in the healthcare field. So uh, th- those are the things I kind of remember um, about you and, and, and not only your smiling face and your personality that brightened my day, you and Mackenzie were just, you, you, you played a vital role in my life. You didn't probably know that, but every day I would come to work and just, you know, kind of look forward to, you know, the two of you. And then having spend more time with Mackenzie as my assistant was even, you know, very, very special too. Um, so that was, that's kind of cool. And, and again, it's about relationships, this, you know, not only healthcare field, anything you're talking about the car business, you're talking about oh, whatever it's about relationships with people and, um, how you connect and to be, and to be a leader and, and lead and, and lead by example and be there for people and just be a great listener. And I think those are the things I learned and I learned from a lot of students. So I remember also your parents. Your parents were uh, phenomenal supporters of not only what I was doing, but our, our whole program. Um, how are they doing? They're doing good. Um, they're still very big supporters of athletic training, and you know, me, I bet they are. My siblings. It, it got they, it got you I, off their it got you off their payroll, so that's cool. yes, it did. They like that. <laughs> Um, they came to so many things. Like when I was at Ball State, they would come to soccer games. Um, they made a sign one year and I was so mad. No way. Oh my gosh. I was so embarrassed. (laughs) That's wonderful. (laughs) And they tried to bring it when I worked at Northern Illinois. I said, guys, I'm in charge now. I can't have you making fun of me over there. That's hilarious. Uh, And that can only happen. That can only happen in your family. You you guys just had that, that wonderful, that close relationship where it's light. And I I can, I can actually see that happening. Oh yeah. My dad loves that memory. He loves to make fun of me for how mad I got at them. (laughs) (laughs) That's why Um, he did it. For his entertainment. Yeah, that was his idea, I believe. He likes to blame it on my mom, but... Um, and you, men- but, you mentioned you mentioned the um, the Marshalls, um, and you worked yes. for uh, Leslie at the store, right? Yes, yep. at Bofa. Okay, yeah. For for a lot of years, actually, you I mean, not only during high school, you'd come back and work, correct? Yeah, I still. If I walk in there now, I still work. <laughs> wow. If I walk through the door, she'll be like, "Here, help me," which is that's fine with me. I mean. No. It's sure. easy enough to fall back into, and I know she sure. appreciates it, and I like to help her. It's it's something different. I like it. Right, right, and 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 the cool thing is, it's it, like you just said, something different. But your learning's different. You're learning different things. You're learning, you know, a different business, um, uh, a different approach with people, and 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 again, all of these little things make you the healthcare professional that you are. And you you gotta you can't take those little things for granted. You gotta know that everything that you're doing is the, you're, you're, you're putting an investment in yourself and you're, and you're developing. Yeah, there's been a lot of things. I mean, you've reminded me of quite a few things. I need to stop forgetting some things is what I'm learning from this. Um, yeah. And, and yeah. You don't want it. You don't, we, we, we have to keep a hold of where we came from. And I've, I think I've told you in order to know where you're going, you have to know where you came from. Yep. 
yeah, it's been good. It's been a good career so far. I'm good. Happy it sounds that I, like it, it. It sounds like you love it. Yeah, it's great. I most. I mean, I love it because every day is different. I mean, I think that was something we talked about when I was in high school. Just that I wanted to do it because it was different. You don't know what you're right. getting every day, and I would oh say that God. might be a little bit of the struggle right now. Is that each day is kind of the same. So I think that was that's my biggest struggle with this transition is that it's kind uh, of, you're getting to a routine and I never have a routine <laughs> normally. Sure. sure. Well, let's let's just hope and pray this is just a temporary situation and we'll all get back to uh what we're what we're uh good at doing and you know that type of thing and and uh what's the situation in Indiana is are things going okay or they seem to be Okay. Um, they're going to start opening back up. We're still under the stay home until May 1st. Our governor likes to do everything in two week increments. I think to give everybody peace of mind rather than being like you're stuck inside for six months. Um, they said that everybody could start opening up, um, surgery centers for, you know, not like elective surgeries and non life threatening procedures. Um, MRIs, cat, you know, just general daily health sure. things are going to open up some of the family right. practice offices. So they're yeah. going to start doing our hospitals doing that Monday. Um, I don't know. I think most of the other hospitals in the area are going to start doing the same. Um, and I think it's to see, are we, are we getting through this or are we going to spike? Yeah. Um, yeah. Just and like as far as the high school goes, I mean, the high school is obviously, they're closed for the year? At, they at this are closed. Point. Yep, they're closed for the year, and they've even shortened their schedule. I mean, all the kids are online doing e-learning three days a week, okay. um, and they've shortened. They were supposed to end in June, and they're going to end May 21st now, okay. um, just mm-hmm. so the teachers can have two weeks to kind of catch up on all that online grading and just a whole different way of teaching, really. Right, right. No um, yeah, so we're closed and we're not sure there's not really been any talk of when we'll go back. So well, like you said, you know, it sounds like they, they evaluate in two-week increments, so um, yep, hopefully... so we'll find out. Yeah, hopefully um, these kids can get back to get back to school and, and, and everybody's learning a lot here. They're learning a lot. Yes. The kids are learning that, you know, maybe school wasn't so bad and um, and maybe teachers aren't so bad. Um, maybe they're doing a pretty yeah. darn good job. <laughs> yeah. <I've laughs> you know, and, uh, yeah, I bet. I bet. But that's just kind of the way it's going. Uh, this is a unique situation, but, um, anything else that you want to add in, um, in concluding our, uh, our conversation here today? Um, I think I just appreciate you pushing me to do this and making me stick with it. I mean, I don't think I ever really wanted to quit and I don't feel like that now either. So I think no, just, your mind you know, was made up. There's no doubt. It. <laughs> yeah. Giving yeah. me an environment to thrive in essentially find something that I was good at and just run with it. That's, that's so good I to really know. I appreciated um, that. You're welcome. And and the school did a fantastic job supporting us and allowing us to do what we did. And, and your parents played a big role in that. Um, you know, a lot of support there and not only financial, but, um, you know, emotional support. Because there were some tough times with your, 
with your sports and your job and your athletic training and your injuries and, you know, those yeah. types of things at all, they all kind of come into play. And, um, so hats off to them and, and, and hats off to you. I'm so proud of you. And, and, uh, I can't tell you, I can't tell you how proud I am. And I, I think about all of you all the, all the time. And, um, we had some special times together. There's no doubt about that. I certainly miss those times. And, um, but you know, that's kind of one of the things I miss is, uh, the relationships and the closeness and the daily interaction with the students. That's kind of what I miss the most. So, so good. Well, well, thank you so much for your time. I, I appreciate it. And, um, we will, um, keep in touch and, yeah. Thanks so much. And, uh, and Thank hopefully our listeners, you know, you're welcome. And it, it, it's been great. It's been really good. Okay, folks, that's, uh, uh the end of another episode coffee with doc, a pandemic ex- episode. This is our first pandemic ex- episode. So we will, uh, hopefully get a few more, um, people around and, um, cause people are sitting around most of us and with, uh, not a whole lot to do so we can get some things done. So thanks again, um, and we will uh, we'll talk to you soon. And nice talking with you.